Hello, and welcome to Make This Change with me, your host, Charlotte Webster. I'm here today to talk about the unspoken crisis going on in America. This is the American border family separation crisis. The border spans over 1,900 miles. Nearly 700 of them have a wall or a fence where there are gaps and air stop blips which survey from above. Although the Trump administration ended its policy of separating families at the border a year and a half ago, June of 2018, those family separations continue. More than 1,100 migrant families have been separated since then. That is according to the American Civil Liberties Union. For those families and those, the ones who came before, the legacy of family separation can be incredibly traumatic. Several of the children that have been brought out of detention camps after being separated have required counselling and access to psychologists for treatment. Things like post-traumatic stress disorder, separation anxiety, where now the children don't want to be apart from their mother, from their father, for even a few minutes because they get anxious straight away. I don't want to call them side effects because they are direct effects of the separation. And to clarify, the Trump administration has reversed the course on its policy of separating families at the border, and yet this still continues. That is because if the government is allowed to separate children from their parents in the cases where they believe the parent poses a danger to the child or has a serious criminal record or gang affiliation. This is happening not only to parents, but to legal caregivers who have given everything to reunite children with their parents who may have fled years ago. This is just one example of family separation. More than 6,000 migrants have been sent back to Ciudad Juárez, Mexico, just across the border from El Paso, Texas, to wait their day in immigration court of the US. Many of them wind up in migrant shelters, places like El Buen Pastor. Advocates say children and caregivers are being torn apart across the southern border where grandparents, siblings and other relatives have been sent back to Mexico while the children they've brought thousands of miles are taken into the United States custody. The caregivers who came with these children 
are left in Mexico to fight for asylum, where they have little chance of success and little to no contact with the children they've raised, sometimes from infancy. It's not a brand new policy to separate children from their family members who are not their parents or legal guardians. It happened under President Obama as well. The policy is intended to prevent child trafficking, but immigration lawyers say that these migrants are the real guardians, even if they don't have the paperwork to prove it. And now, thousands are stranded in Mexico with little or no money and no way to support themselves. Here is an example of a case study, and the names have been changed to protect these individuals. I don't think it's fair. I feel like they're dividing us. This is what Alejandra said. Alejandra fled to the US from Honduras, where she said she was attacked because she was openly gay. She has visible scars on her arm and body from when a cousin attacked her with a machete after she came out to her family. I got this when I was 14. I got this because I called myself gay. First, he hit me on the head, then the hand. Alejandra also stated. Alejandra and her partner decided to leave Honduras last year when a member of her partner's family threatened them both with violence. Alejandra left in a hurry. Her partner followed later with their son, who is six. They were allowed into the U.S., but Alejandra was sent back to Mexico. She says the whole process seems unholy and unconstitutional. Alejandra's case was one of many to be declined. Two out of three cases are declined, according to TRAC, which is an NGO. Many families are being separated and are in much worse circumstances. This needs to be addressed and lawmakers should change the process that countless immigrants seeking asylum are failed by. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to Make This Change with Charlotte Webster. I hope you've learned something and something that you can share with others.